into this week's edition of On the Spot. I'm Tony Mulvey, joined by Anthony Smith. Going to talk macroeconomics, so who better to bring on than our chief economist? And Anthony, I mean, it's been this week, you typically get big releases in like a one-week stretch for macroeconomics. Obviously, we had the consumer price index yesterday, so the consumer inflation gauge release. Today, we had PPI, but we're going to kind of look at a a few different things because we also had consumer credit release. Now, that one's a little more lagging, right? It's July. We just got the May figure, but we saw another increase, right? A 0.7% month-over-month increase in outstanding revolving credit. I've got got that up here with the effective Fed funds rate now up over 5%. I think when you look in this, one of the areas I looked at was what's the interest rate on credit card, average interest rate on credit cards, because that's one that you kind of get quarterly. It was at, I think it was 22.5%. So you're seeing an increase in revolving credit, continued increase, right? I mean, we're still on this same trend line that we've been on since uh, March of basically 2020, 2021, much faster than what we saw prior to the pandemic. We basically, if you drew the line, we're basically where we would be if we were on that trend line. But this trend line hasn't slowed down. And I think that's the concerning part to me, especially when you factor in the one, the rate at which interest rates have increased, but you're talking 22 plus percent on a credit card loan. Seems like the consumer's in a tough position where they've been willing to take on new debt, even though it's costing a lot more. Yeah. So we're looking at overall consumer credit. It's been a concern for me for quite some time. And I think the big thing, of course, that's propping it up is the overall labor market. We're looking at the labor market job openings, somewhere around 9.8 million total. A lot of it's going to be in the service sector. So the service sector definitely been really holding up much of the labor market. So you look at things like the ADP report, it's going to show that a lot of it, I think, over 40% of the jobs gained were going to be in hotel hospitality. And Mm -hmm. so that's going to be one of the hot segments that has been keeping most of the economy afloat, especially during these warm summer months. And so we're looking at hotels, we're looking at restaurants, things like that. That's where a lot of the service spending has really been propping up jobs. And those jobs has been propping up people being able to pay for stuff using those credit cards, using buy now, pay later, pay over time, things like that. And so that's the concerning part. We saw in the latest month of credit card data from um, this most recent release showing that there was a smallest release that we've seen in quite some time, but an increase nonetheless. And so that's still a concern, even though we're starting to see that, you know, interest rates are well above or just over 5% now. Yeah. And when you think about this, and I looked at it too, I went into the BLS data, right? And you see a lot of growth in like government jobs too. And typically, I mean, they are higher paying on the top end, but typically they're not like the highest salaries. They're in kind of where you're probably adding or growing that market, those aren't the highest pay. You have a lot of people relying on this credit. And I think that's a concern. But one of the positives, and I'm going to put a caveat here, we're going to look at average hourly earnings, and they've increased by 4% or 4.4% over the past year. The inflation metric is up 3.1%. But that's all. If you take out food and energy, which have been volatile, and help drive this price lower, it's still at 48 So you're not, they may appear to be in a better financial situation, but it may not actually be the case when you factor in core inflation is outpacing the growth in average hourly earnings. And I had a, I went on a little rant yesterday on with Sonar, but 
you see headlines that are talking about inflation and consumers getting a break, they're not actually getting a break. Prices just aren't going up as fast as they were, right? I mean, you basically have 2% inflation as the target, right? Well, we had 10% a year ago. Now we're back down to three. But basically that 10% is still baked in, right? So we're paying this 3% on top of that 10%. It doesn't seem like it's the greatest time for a consumer. We talk about inflation slowing, but it, it, it hasn't gone away, right? It, you're still paying higher prices. Is, I mean, how much of a concern is that as we move forward? Because then we always talk about student loans. Those are set to come back on. So you're combating higher inflation. You're taking more on a credit. And now you're going to have a $200, $300, $400 a monthly payment added back. I mean, is the consumer in a tough spot as we head into the back half of the year? Yeah, so the consumer is definitely going to be in a tough spot, especially student loan repayment plans coming back into play. Also, the other big thing is going to be when we're looking at overall consumer conditions, the inflation part hasn't gone away fully. And another thing that could really kind of come to play a role here is going to be, of course, OPEC plus cutting production. That could definitely send some of those energy prices right back up there, being another support system for further levels of inflation. And of course, we're looking at other levels of inflation, the U.S. dollar the value has been dropping much of this year that we're kind of talking about at the beginning and the end of last year, what would likely happen. And that's also going to be a potential driver of inflation, especially if you look at importing goods, as we mentioned earlier, U.S. really big into services, but definitely importing a lot of stuff. And if our value of the U.S. dollar is lower, those goods are going to cost a little bit more. Awesome stuff. As always, thank you, Anthony, for joining me on this week's edition of On The Spot. Right now, we'll take a quick break. We'll be back with more Freight Waves now. 